If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm here with John McMullen this hour. Hi, John. Hi, Todd. Well, we're going to talk bring a trailer auctions and where and where they are right now. Now, we always start by going over what we had last week, and so let's do the same thing. You had picked this 1971 Chevrolet Chevelle that had been completely souped up. It had been, you know, all um, you know, engine replaced, transmission replaced, everything. You know, they, somebody spent a fortune on it. Yeah, and boy, did well, somebody pay a fortune for it, too. Oh, did they ever. And there was the last-minute bidding war for it, too, $120,000. What? A hundred and twenty thousand. Wait, wait a minute. I went there today and I thought I saw it at eighty-seven thousand. It was. I thought it had already closed by that time. It no, didn't. no, no. I watched the whole thing. It we went on for Holy. at least fifteen minutes because people kept bidding and bidding and bidding. Hundred and twenty thousand. Holy God. <laughs> well, it, look. If I had money to throw away. It might have been worth doing that because it was a cool car. It was a beautiful yeah, very car. Cool car. Somebody spent a lot of money on that build, yeah. and I guess they made some of it back, which is well, good, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then you picked a 1967 Chevy Camaro SS, uh, which was, had a 396 engine and a four-speed transmission, and it sold for a very healthy $58,000. That's pretty good. Now, that was the one that was the light yellow is I think right? so, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the black stripe, I think, uh, around it, yes. I uh-huh. saw another one, another 67, the same color today uh-huh. that is yeah. being auctioned. I think it's going a couple of more days. And uh-huh. uh, and for a minute, I was like, wait a minute, that that car already <laughs> sold, I think. But Yeah, that, yeah, that one sold. <laughs> There's another. <laughs> they keep showing up. I wish uh, I had some. I wish I had some fu money to play with. That's for sure. Maybe I, sh- you know, I should have stayed in the uh, Bitcoin business. Exactly. Um, and, and, well, after Tesla bought Bitcoin, now you can buy with one Bitcoin. You can buy a Model Y. Yeah, fifty grand. It, it was at yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's, it's Just absolutely amazing. amazing to me. And I'm, okay, I'm surprised, so, um, actually, that Elon Musk would, um, would, you know, jump into accepting uh, that currency, which I still think of it as being pretty volatile. I mean, it's it's a nice shot in the arm to have them, uh, you know, buy in and and kind of give people faith that this isn't going to be, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But right. at the same time. Uh, you know the volatility of a single bitcoin can it can be pretty dramatic and he could end up right. kind of taking it in the shorts for some right. of his cars but they only spend 100 you know 1.5 billion they have more than they have 20 billion in the bank true now the, the reason he did it i think is there there's there's a lot of reasons but you know this this get this does away with the 
fiat currency problem and and the current and the you know, and the fluctuation between you know the the U.S. dollar, the Canadian dollar, uh, you know the the China rumbi or whatever it's called, and and the uh, you know the British pound and the euro and all the other various currencies because it's one world currency and possibly so it, it, soon to be rubles. Right. Well, and that's possible. But rubles, you know, I talked about that with you briefly, but uh, it turns out Elon has more in mind. Uh, he wants Russia to uh, to spend money with SpaceX to send up satellites. Uh, of course. Well, I mean, you know, it's business, right? I know it's business. I <laughs> yeah, still I think it's just unethical to deal with certain people <laughs> like Mr. Putin. Again, I don't think you have a choice if you're going to do business in Russia, though, right? I mean, I don't think there's any choice. I know. I'd rather tell the Ruskies, "Screw you! You don't get it. You don't get. You don't get a SpaceX missile or or a satellite launch, and you don't for sure get to ride around in the beautiful Teslas." <laughs> well, I'm sure. I'm sure Mr. Putin can afford one, seeing that he's probably a very, 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 very wealthy man. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you also chose a 1971 Oldsmobile 442, and that was very gold in color, right? It Yellow was. gold. Yeah. <clears throat> that sold for 66750 Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a heck of a lot of money. It is. Um, and then the last one you had was the Toyota Land Cruiser, 1996 Toyota Land Cruiser. Right. And this had a lot of miles on it. What was it, like 280,000 miles? I think so. Yeah, it was really high, whatever it was. It sold for 16250 so it didn't go too high, but still pretty healthy considering how much it's been used. Right. Yeah. So, let's see. Now, and yours? my choice... What? And yours? Yes, my choices were the, uh, the Volkswagen Carmen Ghia, uh, the Type 2. I think we talked about that, the, the, the Type 3. It sold yet, during, the, uh, during the show last week, but it was $43,000. Now, uh, then the Lincoln Town Car, which only had like, what, 3,000 miles on it, the 1984 Lincoln Town Car. Uh, it was very low in mileage, whatever it was, 37 miles or something like that. It, it sold for 18750 So somebody got a pretty good deal on a barge, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want one of those, but I mean, there are people who do want one of those. So, uh, and you know, practically brand new, uh, the Citroen, uh, the 74 Citroen DS sold for a very healthy, uh, 42,000. That's, you know, higher than a lot of them sell for. And I think part of it is because it was, you know, in such nice condition with the new paint and new interior and, you know, redone mechanics and everything else. So that did very well. Um, the 1990 Volkswagen Corrado only sold for 11,500, but it had a lot higher miles on it than uh, the one that previously sold on Bring a Trailer for like 60,000. <laughs> then there was the 1961 Lotus Elite, that really beautiful British car that uh, uh, had been completely redone. Right. 107,000. Wow. That's a Somebody lot. really ponied up for that one. And then my favorite one, which was the 1977 Chrysler New Yorker Brom, you know, that two-door black-on-black with blacked-out windows in Miami. <laughs> it sold for 11750 Now, I think that's a deal for, for that barge. I thought that was pretty stylish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Styling sure. barge. Yeah, but it didn't sell for that much. 11750 I guess they're not giving much love to the Chrysler. I, I don't know, <laughs> though. I mean... I think that that price is worth the trunk alone. 
Yes, I, I think so too. You got a lot of real estate in there. Yeah. Like that thing's got more cargo room than the cargo bay on a 747. Right. And it's a coupe. I mean, you know, it, right. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah. something else. That's for sure. I, I thought it was the mob mobile. It was. I thought it was terrific. So, all right. Yeah. It didn't go for very much. Too bad. It was a cool car. All right. So let's get to some picks for this week. And the, I'm going to go to yours first. And the first one I have here is the 1980 Ferrari 308 GTSi. So this one looks kind of just for people who want a visual. This one looks pretty much identical to the uh, tar uh, to the car, the car that Tom Selleck drove in Magnum PI when he was in the original series. Yes, I, I agree. It does look very much like that. Uh, this one's in exceedingly nice condition remember it's a 1980 and it has 11,000 miles on 11,000 yeah that's really low i mean the the, the no let's see what it says here this 1980 ferrari 308 gtsi is finished in red over tan leather and is powered by a fuel injected 2.9 liter v8 with a five-speed manual transaxle Equipment includes a gated shifter, Nardi steering wheel, blah punk cassette radio, air conditioning, and pop-up headlights. Uh, The selling dealer acquired the car in 2020, reportedly from the original owner, who must have been like 100. uh, And and a timing belt service is said to have been performed in September of 2020. So this 308 GTSi shows 11,000 miles and is now offered with a toolkit, jack, owner's manuals, Owner manual, service records, and a clean Florida title. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like it's been used. I mean, it looks I, like it's, I know, you it know. looks like it's virtually brand new. Yeah. You don't the, even the, the see current, any wear and tear to the interior, uh, to the seating and all that. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't look very uh, uh, wrinkly, shall I say. No, and then the switch gear looks like it's in very, very nice condition. It hasn't been, you know, everything's, you know, like the, the I've been looking at the air conditioning controls, the red and the and the, the blue hasn't been scraped off. And, the, you know, you still see what it says, you know, all, all the all the writing is still there to be seen. It's it's pretty nice. So the yeah. so the original owner must not have driven it very much. Well, sometimes they don't. I mean, um, you know, I have a friend who had a another uh, very valuable Ferrari that he kept at his beach house out at Laguna, uh, Dr. Ernie Klein. And, ah, yes. and he, I don't think he had a few thousand miles on that thing. It sat in the garage most of the time. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that happens. I mean, and also generally anybody with one of these probably has more than one car. Yeah. You know, this is a weekend car for them if that. Right. Um, all right. So the next one is a, a no reserve auction, and it's a 1966 Ford Mustang 289 convertible. Ah, uh, now this one is. Bl- let's see, I, I like this, and I think I told you before that before when we were talking, I like this because somebody spent a a s ton of money on making this car look particularly spiffy with the with the interior. They put leather inside this, and they did not just the leather seats; they did dashboard, doors, everything. Yeah, and it looks phenomenal. Whoever did the upholstery did a fantastic job. I mean, it looks like Mustang upholstery, but it's better than anything Ford ever put in the car. Yeah, it's so. it's beautiful. It's a, a kind of a deep wine red, uh, yeah. in color, 
Uh, and the, the car is black. Car is black with a tan uh, top. Right. Um, and a automatic transmission. Let me let me read what it says here. This 1966 Ford Mustang was assembled in September of uh, 27, uh, 1966, at Ford's San Jose uh, uh, plant. Uh, and was originally delivered to the Los Angeles Ordering District. Uh, it was refurbished during previous ownership and was acquired by the seller in 2019. The car is finished in black with a tan soft top over burgundy leather upholstery. Power comes from an A-Code 289 V8 paired with a three-speed automatic transmission. A replacement carburetor, radiator, braking components, uh, wheel uh, cylinders, were reportedly in, uh, and wheel cylinders were re- reportedly installed in 2019, at which time the fuel system was serviced. Uh, styled steel wheels, red line tires, and a carpet uh, and a trunk carpet kit were fitted during the seller's ownership. This Mustang is now offered at no reserve with an owner's manual and clean California title and California original black plates. Yeah, uh, and it's in Lodi, California. It's it's stunning. Yeah, it's not um, far away. Um, yeah, it, five, five days left in the auction, and it, the current bids are already up to forty thousand dollars. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the, uh, with the, with how well it's done. Uh, well, this we've got lots more. Bring a trailer when we get back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on IAB Radio. Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. I'm here with John McMullen, and we are talking bring a trailer picks for the week. Hey, Todd, before you move on from the Mustang that we were just talking about, uh, did you notice the detail in the seats with the the pony detail in the back seats? And uh, also, something else I had not seen before is you have to open the glove box to get to a switch for the uh, flashing rear flashing lights. <laughs> it may it may not have had them, and they may they might have put it in. I'm not I'm not sure. But the pony interior was was a Ford option, by the way. Yeah, you know, with the little Mustangs running across. Yeah, that was an option, but you could only get it in vinyl. They did it in they did it with leather. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they spent money. It looks great. Okay, so let, let's move on to the next one, which is a custom. This is a 1959 Plymouth Custom Suburban three-speed, and it's a big black wagon. I did this in honor of your selection last week of the uh, Mafia really? Mobile. Oh yes. It, well, it, this it is... reminded me of something between that and uh, actually a hearse. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's an interesting. I, I, you know, you don't see these very often because most of them have, you know, been consigned to the dustbin of history. But um, let's see what this says. This 1959 Plymouth Custom Suburban was acquired in 2012 by its previous owner, who subsequently embarked on refurbishment and modification work ending in 2020. Power is provided by a rebuilt 225 cubic inch Chrysler Slant 6 featuring twin Weber uh, carburetors as well as a Clifford intake manifold and performance camshaft. Additional equipment includes a Chrysler A233 speed manual transmission and a hydraulic clutch, front disc brakes, uh, staggered keystone wheels, um, custom black and gray interior trim, and a hood scoop. The project also included replacement of the floor pans, uh, painting the uh, the body in polo, polo green. Uh, it yeah, looks black you, to me. When you look at it initially, it looks black, but there are a few yeah. photos that you can look at, and you see right. that it's really a dark, dark, like dark metallic green. green. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it now that they said it. Now that I said it, yeah. Um, the car. So the car was acquired in 2020 by the selling dealer, who subsequently added a glass pack muffler and electric fuel pump, as well as replacing the clutch, uh, rear main seal, uh, master brake cylinder, and spark plugs. This suburban wagon is offered in Massachusetts with recent service records literature uh, regarding uh, relating to the modifications and a clean Wisconsin title. Now, I, I want to read you a, uh, something that came from the seller. <clears throat> this is in response to somebody who put a negative comment in about it. He says, At Greybeard is Z- ZR1. I enjoy reading, uh, I, re- I enjoy responding to schoolyard bullies. I checked out your Bring a Trailer account, and it appears all of your comments are negative, and of course, I didn't see any sales or bids. For the record, the gentleman who built this car did it the way he wanted, hence the word custom in the title. This car was built by some this car wasn't built by some high-end shop. It was built by a retired gentleman who enjoys keeping himself busy with the cars he grew up with. I, I bought a I bought a car from him years ago, and I was happy with it, and I told him that I would buy another vehicle from him in the future if he had one for sale. Yes, he used an engine that he already uh, had rebuilt because it made sense. Unfortunately, he doesn't have an open checkbook like you might. One thing I've learned is numbers don't lie. At this point, this vehicle is almost... 10,000 views of 534 watchers, including me, uh, 120 comments, and seven bids in less than 48 hours. Today, you rained on the wrong parade, my friend. For the sake of the gentleman who built the car, I hope it does really well. Karma works in mysterious ways. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I it's almost kind of want to, yeah, it is. I almost kind of want to go to this place. Uh, it's called MS Classic Cars and Import. Or and more, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's back in Massachusetts because they've got some other really fine cars in the background in this in this uh, kind of showcase right. uh, yeah, warehouse. Yeah, it's yeah. It, they have some great stuff there. It's, yeah. it's good to see. Well, I hope it does well too. Let's go, let's see how it goes. It's got five more days. Uh, the next car we have is a 27 mile, 27 mile. 2002 Chevrolet Monte Carlo SS Intimidator. <laughs> Intimidator? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know at one time I'd thought about buying a Monte Carlo. I thought that they were kind of cool cars back in the uh, 80s, but I never did end up buying one. But I thought, you know, wow, to see a car 
from 2002 that only had 27 miles on it and exactly. was as sharp as it is on the inside uh, as well as on the outside, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm sold. I think it's great. I, you know, we'll go more into detail on it when we get back, but I, I, I'd like to read a little bit more about what it says here and why it has such low miles, but it's quite impressive at what we've got here. So uh, you're listening to All Revved Up on IHEP Radio. We're talking bring a trailer. This is Todd Bianco and John McMullen. We'll be right back. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen, and we're talking Bring a Trailer this hour, and we, we, we left off with a 27-mile 2002 Chevrolet Monte Carlo SS Intimidator. Uh-huh. So this is what this is how it's described. This 2002 Chevy Monte Carlo SS Intimidator number 904 of 333, uh, 3,333 signature series built for the model year to honor the late NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt. Uh, the exterior is finished in black and with with silver ground effects over a black and gray leather interior and power is supplied by a 3.8 liter v6 paired with a four-speed automatic transmission equipment includes 16 inch diamond cut wheels uh, a rear spoiler uh, power sunroof cd uh, cassette stereo uh, and more as detailed below the car was delivered new to lou Bachrot, Bachrot, uh, Chevrolet in Pompano Beach, Florida, and was acquired by the selling dealer from the original owner in 2014. This Monte Carlo has 27 miles and is now offered with two factory sealed keys, uh, the manufacturer's literature and window sticker, and a certificate of authenticity and a clean Carfax uh, Florida title. Now, you didn't look at it, but guess what the opening bid was? I did not see what the opening bid was, but I see three dollars. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Then and then right after that, somebody commented, "Best opening bid ever. Well done." And they got lots of votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to five thousand dollars now, but I mean, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give you three bucks for it. Sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's all right. That's not very nice. <laughs> no, it, it really wasn't. Okay. All right. Let's go on to your last pick, which is the 1957 uh, Chevrolet uh, Cameo uh, 3124 pickup truck. 
and it says this 1957 Chevrolet Cameo. A 3124 pickup is finished in turquoise and white over a gray interior and is powered by a 265 cubic inch V8 paired with a chrome shifted three-speed manual. So three on the tree. Ooh. The truck was first registered in, in Indiana and, and was reportedly refurbished during previous ownership in the late 1990s. Uh, features include body-colored 15-inch uh, steel wheels, an alternator conversion, uh, a wood-lined bed, uh, air condition, air con- vintage air conditioning, and a vintage-style uh, cassette stereo. This Cameo was recently acquired by the seller and is now offered with previous registration cards and a clean Texas title in the seller's name. You know, I picked this it's- because it reminded me, again, it took me back a year or two uh, to maybe about 42 years ago when uh, one of my closest friends uh, in school, Clay Bickmore, had one of these that he and his dad rebuilt, and it was his first mm-hmm. vehicle. was a 57 Chevy uh, pickup. Yeah. I, I haven't driven a three-on-the-tree in ages. I can't even remember the last time. But pretty rare to see those these days. I don't think I would even know how. No, it's it's just it's just a, an H on the steering wheel. It's up, down, you know, over. You know, it's basically a stick shift on the floor, but it's stuck on the side. I mean, that's right. all it is with the H on the side. Once you see it and, and get used to it, it's actually pretty easy. Okay. Uh, but you know, something that you don't see very much. No. Okay, so let's see how that goes. It's uh, bidding is up to thirty-eight thousand dollars already, with uh, two days left in the auction. Let's see. Now, my first pick was a 40,000-mile 1991 Toyota Celica GT convertible five-speed with no reserve. And I I like it because it's sort of a – this is the kind of fun car Toyota used to make, you know, uh, which they don't make anymore. You know, a convertible, a two-door car. I mean, you know, all of those have gone out the window these days. Right. Uh, And I like this hidden headlights. It's – Let's see what it says. This 1991 Toyota Celica GT convertible was sold sold new at Eddie's Toyota of Wichita, Kansas, and spent time in Michigan before being brought to Nevada in 2011 and acquired by the selling dealer in December of 2020. Now showing just 40,000 miles, the car is finished in super red with a power-operated black soft top over a gray cloth interior. Power is provided by a 2.2-liter inline four uh, paired with a five-speed manual transaxle. Uh, the recent work included replacing the tires and changing the oil. This Celica is now offered at no reserve with a copy of the window sticker, uh, factory literature, clean Carfax report, and a clean Nevada title in the seller's name. I just think it's a sweet little car. It, won't it sell, is. You know, it, the the bidding's only up to five thousand five hundred and twenty eight dollars. It'll probably go up to a little over ten thousand by the time it's over. But you know, this is it's a fun little car that you know you don't have to worry about. It's a Ferrari, and you know you can't do anything to it, or or it's going to cost a fortune to ensure this will be just a fun car to have. You know, and it has low mileage, and it's a Toyota, so it'll probably last for a long time. Right. So, I, I just think it's sweet. I you know when these things pop up, I I like to give them a little bit of love. Um, the next car I picked was a. A uh, no-reserve 48,000-mile 1994 Mercedes-Benz E320. Now, I picked those because I have a 1995 Mercedes-Benz E300. So I always like to see these low-mileage versions of these things and how much they sell for. But th- th- 
This this one's in particularly nice condition. It says this 1994 Mercedes-Benz E320 sedan was delivered to Crown Eurocars of Dublin, Ohio, and remained in the same family until the selling dealer's acquisition in, in August of 2020. The car is finished in brilliant silver over black leather and powered by a 3.2 liter inline six, mated to a four-speed automatic transmission. Equipment includes 15-inch alloy wheels, cruise control, a heated uh, windshield washer wiper system, uh, power accessories. Uh, uh, power adjustable front seats with memory settings for the driver, automatic climate control, and now shows under 48,000 miles and was recently serviced, including an oil change and a coolant flush. Uh, this W124, the, the last version of these, which was indestructible, is now offered uh, at no reserve with manufacturer's literature, a window sticker, and a Carfax report with a clean Ohio title. So... It is in exceptionally nice condition. The wood is in nice condition. Everything is in nice condition on this car. Uh, you know, it, it, it's been very, very well cared for and very, very garaged, obviously. You know, if it spent time in Dublin, Ohio, it had to be, you know, stuck in a garage most of the time. Yeah. So, it, like I said, it's exceptionally nice. Yeah. And I looked beautiful. at the window sticker and it's, uh, let's see, it's, it was $44,670 back then, which was very expensive. Uh, let's see. And the only thing you paid extra for was the, uh, black soft leather, brilliant silver paint combination of $645. And then you had the value added package of a front, uh, electric memory of oh, the electric memory on the front, <coughs> front, right and left seats, adjustable steering column and high performance <coughs> sound system. Uh, let's see a thousand fifty. So those were the only options. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great little car. I don't think it's going to sell for a high number, but I'm always interested in seeing it. Now, last week I had that barge Lincoln that had very, very low mileage. Well, I found another one. (laughs) I found another one. This one is a 37,000 mile 1989 Lincoln town car signature series. And boy, is it black. It is black. It is very black. So it's a raven. Let's see. It's midnight black color with raven black leather with ba- with black Cambria cloth roof. Signature series trim, uh, six-way power adjustable front seats, glass sunroof, 15-inch alloy wheels with white wall tires, automatic climate control, Kenwood stereo with Bluetooth. So that's an aftermarket, obviously. Um, and handwritten records. Let's see. This 1989 Lincoln Town Car was is finished in midnight black with the Cambria roof over black uh, leather. is powered by a 5-liter V8. Again, it's the same Mustang platform that they used forever. Um, and uh, paired with a four-speed automatic transmission. Features include automatic climate control, power adjustable seats. We went through all that. Um, this town car is now offered at no reserve. Um, let's see, with factory, with manufacturer's literature, a workshop uh, manual, dealer's invoice, uh, handwritten signature, uh, service logs, a clean car fax report, and a Florida title. Florida fits it, right? Like the like the last one, like the uh, the Imperial from last week, the uh, the Chrysler. Or what was yes. that? The New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. It's also in you know in that area. This is in Deerfield Beach, Florida. That one was in Miami. So, yeah. Well, uh, and Deerfield is a suburb, basically, of Fort Lauderdale. So, right, right yeah, down there further. by each other. Yeah. Yeah. But it it is in exceptionally nice condition. So it was grandpa. It was a grandma's car or grandpa grandpa's car. Which one do you think? I don't know because you know my paternal grandparents had one of these, and 
just looking at the view from inside in the driver's seat at the console, you know, in the dash and all that, it, it put me back there because I drove it many times. Um, I'm guessing it was uh, probably Grandpa's car. I think right, Grandma would have gotten a black, different black, color. Black. Yeah. 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 It's it's pretty cool. But the bidding's up to 13250 and it closes tomorrow, about this time tomorrow. Uh, let's see. The next car I picked was a 1959 Fiat Arboth 750 record Monza Zagato twin cam. You like that name? Whew. We're almost Whew. out of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's blue oh, but, but it's blue but somebody really did a beautiful job of restoring this car yeah i mean you know inside outside everything is just near perfect i probably was better than it was from the factory and it says this 1959 fiat arboth and arboth is basically the 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 amg like thing or the, the the bmw m it was the it was the fiat uh you know it was it was the one that did their 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 fast cars so a fiat arboth record monza zagato is powered by 750 oh boy it's a small engine 750 cc twin cam inline four paired with a four-speed manual transactional and was acquired by the seller in 2010 uh, subsequent refurbishment work, which probably took a long time, includes a repaint in French racing uh, blue, an interior refurbishment using uh, custom uh, reproduced upholstery, that's nice, uh, as well as sourcing and rebuilding the replacement twin cam 750cc engine. And equipment includes a dual rubber uh, carburetor, magnesium camshaft covers, an underbody uh, accessory radiator, Arboth um, exhaust system with 70 liter fuel tank. Plexiglass uh, side and rear windows, uh, aluminum bumpers, and a nardy steering wheel. Uh, this is this car is now offered with a toolkit, period of literature, and a clean Indiana title. Uh, it closes in six days, but bidding's already up to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. yeah. If I were the I mean, pontiff, if you want, I'd if get you rid of one, that. I'm not going to find a nicer one. If I were the pontiff, I'd get rid of that ugly Fiat that I have and and take this one instead. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot better. Yes. I mean. Every detail on this, including the badges, is perfect. I mean, they really have done a nice job on this car. Uh, it's just beautiful. Uh, again, it can't be that fast at 750 cc. So you know, it's like a motorcycle engine. But yeah. uh, we've got a couple more picks when we come back. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen. You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. 
Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen, and we are talking Bring a Trailer auction cars this uh, hour. Um, and these are my picks. This is uh, my second to the last one. This is a 1985 Volvo 244DL. It is a box, like the original, like this is, you know, the Swedish-made Volvo. It is a tank. It is indestructible. This thing has only 54,000 miles on it, and it's in a really amazing original condition. You know, the paint, the uh, the seats, you know, it just looks like it's – you know, it's been babied all of its life. It's kind of a shocking to see something, you know, in this nice condition. It says this 1985 Volvo 244 DL is finished in gray over a blue interior and it's a blue cloth and is powered by a 2.3 liter uh, inline four paired with a, f- a three-speed automatic transmission. The car spent time in Pennsylvania and North Carolina before being acquired by the seller also in North Carolina, uh, in 2020. An oil change has since been performed. Equipment includes air conditioning, cassette stereo, fog lights, and rear mud flaps. Now showing 54,000 miles, this 244 is offered at no reserve with factory manuals, partial service records, a clean Carfax report, and a clean North Carolina title in the seller's name. I don't think I've ever seen an interior quite like that before. That color? That, That boxy? And just, I mean, the color, it's almost like purple. Yeah, it's its a very, it's like a periwinkle blue, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And then I'm not got saying sort it's of like bad, a, I just think that it's unique. Yes. It's very Swedish. Yes. I mean, yeah. this, this car looks its part. I mean, it has, everything is squared off on it is, you know, it is, but it's in really nice condition it's in you know it hasn't been beat to crap the seats look like they've never been sat on uh, so someone really put seat covers on this thing and and kept it in really amazing condition um you know that says that the seller only put uh 500 miles on the car which isn't that much uh you know they've got videos and pictures of it but i'm impressed i mean this is another one of these cars that i just have uh, uh, you know it's it's kind of a homely car that won't get a lot of love it's you know it's got f- $4,000 in bids and two days left. Uh, you know, it's certainly not a performance car and it's not like a Fiat Arboth. You know, it's not like one of those things and it's, you know, not a muscle car. Right. But it's certainly, you know, it will get you where you need to go. And, and it's, you know, it's in its own way, in its own style with its boxy. This is the thing you give to your kid. <laughs> Although it do, I don't think it has airbags at this point. Not, not in 85, I don't think so. Um I'll look, but maybe they didn't have airbags in that time. Yeah, but um, back then, I mean, Volvo's yeah, no had great yeah, they were, These were very safe cars. Yeah. Yeah, they had lots of crash, you know, crumple zones and, you know, and side impact stuff and things like that. And, you know, soft touch for like steering wheel and things like that. So when you hit your head, you didn't, you know, split it open. So it's, uh, you know, it's quite, uh, it's, it's, it's quite the, quite the, you know, the, the time capsule basically, right along with the cassette player. <laughs> now this last one that you picked i was kind of yes. surprised yes i want to see how it does it's a no reserve <laughs> yes on a brand new car yes and not just any brand new car a 2021 ram 1500 t-rex trx crew cab 4x4 <laughs> what does this thing go for brand new off the lot 
off the lot. They have the picture of the window sticker here. I will read it to you what it says. Uh, let's see. It, base price is base price is sixty nine thousand dollars. Okay, uh, sixty nine nine ninety five. But they have a few options, like a lot of option packages on this, including a TRX Level Two Trim Equipment Group for $7,920 and uh, technology group for $1,095 and uh, advanced safety uh, group for $995 and utility bed group for $845 and carbon fiber package with leather and carbon fiber uh, flat bottom steering wheel, $1,295. The trifold tonneau cover, $695. Uh, T-Rex, Red interior accents, $1,495. Dual pane panoramic sunroof, $1,495. T-Rex exterior graphics by Mopar, $495. T-Rex hood graphics by Mopar, $895. Off-road styling running boards by Mopar, $1,195. 19-inch Harman Kardon premium sound, $1,195. Let's see, 18 by 9, uh, uh, what does it say, Bed, bedlock-compatible c- aluminum wheels, um, uh, 1895 and trailer reverse uh, steering control, 495 Destination charge of 1695 for a total MSRP of $93,795. So right now, it's technically kind of underwater by about 4300 bucks. Yeah, but it's from a dealer, so it probably is break even at this right. point. You know, the dealer probably didn't pay much more for that, yeah. and it's got a it's got a while, but it's got what a day or two to go. I yeah, it's got it's, a couple of days. Yeah, it's got a couple of days to go on it, and it'll be. Interesting you know, my to guess see is it will go for up. at least MSRP. Yeah, but still, it's unusual to see brand new with no reserve for this is a very hot car. I mean, you know. It has the uh, the Dodge Hellcat engine in it with the it's a six point two liter supercharged V eight that has only seven hundred and two horsepower. Yeah, what would have happened if they had only been able to keep it to like seventeen hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not happening. I mean, you know, it weighs the thing weighs six thousand three hundred and ninety six pounds, and it has a thirty three gallon gas tank. You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, especially it, I think I saw the sticker said about twelve miles per gallon was the uh-huh. rated mileage on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you've got a gigantic V8 with all the, you know, and you've got a very heavy truck, um, you know, with four by, you know, with a four wheel drive system. What did you expect? Yeah. I mean, you know, anybody who buys this obviously does, doesn't give a rat's ass about fuel economy, right? No. I they mean, probably you know, if, if own their own your oil company. Dream car, you don't care, right? Yeah, they probably own their own oil company. Well, you would kind of need to because my guess is filling well, – what, it would cost more than $100 to fill the gas tank, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think yeah. especially the gas price is getting around 4 bucks a gallon right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe if it's in Texas, it's only $2 a gallon. I don't know. I, mean, you know, I have cheap things there. They don't have electricity. You can't pump the gas. But, hey, you know, it's, it's cheap. Right. 
<laughs> okay. Well, John, I've had a really fun time this this hour uh, talking Bring a Trailer with you. Uh, I look forward to doing it again next week. You're listening to Bring a, You're listening to All Revved Up on iHub Radio. This is Todd Bianco, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Todd.